Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Hebrew Bible. It's the Tanakh and the Torah. Uh, you can support the ministries by going shopping at the church store. It uh, provides the funds for the books and materials for the Bible students to learn the Bible and the scriptures. <laughs> So if you want to support the ministries of good cause, go to goodhouse1968.space. That again is goodhouse1968, that site, dot space. Not that site, but goodhouse1968.space. That is the site. Uh, it's a church site that supports a real good cause, educating the uh, peoples across the world into the knowledge of uh, what the Creator wants us to know, his uh, standings, his rules and regulations, his uh, thoughts on different matters and things. All right, give me one moment, and I'll be with you. And uh, let me open with a word of prayer real quick. Good, I petition, open the hearts of the <coughs> brothers and sisters. Give them the ability to be able to understand the riddles of the scriptures, to understand the uh, puzzles of the scriptures, to be able to interpret it and interpret the prophecies and uh, be able to put the prophecies in today's aspects and meanings and uh, the fulfillment today of the prophecies. Give them the heart of love and the heart of purity and a heart of good, good actions, righteous actions. I pray this in the name of Yeshua or Yeshua or Jesus Christ. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom. All right, now let me begin the ministries. I had to uh, use the restroom. I should have started the program later, but I started it early. We are here at uh, uh, Yeshayahu, or Isaiah, chapter chapter, uh, 3. 
And he goes to say, the young will be insolent toward their elders. We shouldn't be disrespectful of the elders, but the insignificant, arrogant toward the respected. So those who are respected figures in public, the congregation, the community, uh, these young people are disrespectful towards them. And even when you have a disrespectful crowd, which is drug dealers, that sell drugs on our streets, our neighborhood streets, but yet they have these so-called brilliant or bright ideas of success and uh, what they will use their money or their <coughs> monetary gains from selling narcotics, uh, what they will use that for to... Uh, cause uh, so much uh, good things to happen. But that's not the truth, because you can't take a wrong and make it into a right. Two wrongs don't make a right, and they never have, never, ever, and they never will. If you, as you see, the disrespectful, they normally go on to want to rule in their own houses. They'll tell their brothers, you take the lead. I have established this, so you take the lead, and you rule over or they'll want to rule in other people's family. Uh, let us uh, control your house, and we give you so-and-so-and-so. Things of material needs. But yet, what does the brother say here as far as the scriptures, a wise brother? A man will take hold, of his, take hold of his brother in his father's house and say, You have a coach to rule us. Take charge of this ruin. Ruins, selling drugs, because that is ruins and any other example I could have uh, pulled out of a wrong. But on that day, he will protest. I don't have a remedy. I like food and clothing for my own house. Don't put me in charge of people. So what he's saying here, like, uh, hey, man, I only got a job either. He could only have a job. And uh, why jeopardize that for wrong? If you know right from wrong, you know not to do wrong regardless of how much in material things is offered, which what which is what Satan normally Satan and his demons normally do or use. Uh, even the spirits or ghosts that come from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which was hurled into hell because of its letting in these unwanted spirits, but yet people continue to summon them and empower them. These spirits use the same tactics, those of material uh, gains even knowledge to build uh, material things of wealth or uh, weapons of mass destruction or even to live a lavish and luxury lifestyle. These are the things that they use, and they're very successful at these things that they do. For Jerusalem is ruined and Judah has fallen because their words and deeds defy Adonai. An open provocation of his glory, disrespect to God, is what these people normally wind up doing. And a lot of them, all their days, some of them wake up and recognize and smell the coffee or the funk and get back into reality of the situation. In open provocation of his glory. So you want to glorify him, not disrespect him. Their very look witnesses against him. We are the witness, those who study the law of God. We are the witnesses against those who do wrong or act upon our satanic and demonic thoughts and uh, actions. They parade their sin like Sodom. It's like Sodom all over the globe. They don't even try to hide it. Why? Do you see gay people hiding it in public? Uh, they're kissing. They're marrying. They're coming out in the open and saying they're gay. 
That's something that uh, they shouldn't have even done. They should have kept it under the bed. All the worse for them, they bring evil on themselves. Not to disrespect gay people because that is a sin or plague that you have been turned over to by the Creator because of some actions of yours that he did not like. If he sees a dislike in your action from childhood on up, then he turns you over to your nature, your own nature. And that's what has happened with homosexuals and lesbians. Say that it will go well with the righteous, that they will enjoy the fruit of their actions, which is correct. But woe to the wicked, it will go badly with them, for what he has done will be done to him. So the wicked shall see a repression, or they shall see uh, what they have reaped. You reap what you sow. My people, children oppress them, and women are ruling over them. My people, your guides lead you astray and obliterate the past. You should follow. So the wicked lead off those of the righteous or good actions astray, making like their their attentions was to do good and not harm or to cause harm. Adonai, rise to accuse. He stands to judge people, the wicked judge before even knowing the whole situation. Even some of the righteous do so, but they don't do it on a regular basis without hearing the whole testimony or knowing the the whole thing that took place. Adonai presents the indictment against the leaders and the officers of his people. So he's talking about the wicked leaders in office and uh, those who he has allowed to get in office or put in office, and they have turned to looting the office and for their own self-satisfaction and lust, uh, betraying the people's interest and trust and uh, betraying the truth with their lies to cover up for what they have done the plunder of nations, good, things like that. And we see what happens to leaders like that, like Muammar Gaddafi or different leaders like that. It is you who devour the vineyard and your houses and plunder taken from the poor. What do you mean by crushing my people and grinding down the faces of the poor? Says Adonai Elohim Tishvat. What we don't want to do is crush over the poor and don't give a care. We don't want to offend the poor by doing them in, stabbing them in the back when they have needs just like we have needs. And we should be responsible as responsible humans to care about our brother's needs as well as our own. We should want to see them with sustenance or the things they need in order to survive as well as ourselves. We shouldn't plunder and take what is good to be rightfully given to the poor is rightfully the poor and use it for our own riches or our own material gains. Moreover, Adonai says, because Hazayan women are so proud, walking with their heads in the air and throwing seductive glances, moving with menacing steps and jingling their anklets. Adana will strike the crown of the heads of the Tzayden women with swords, and Adana will expose their private part. So now when we talk about pride for women, you ever uh, uh, spoke to a woman that uh, was really beautiful? She didn't speak to you, and she held her head up. But yet, that's up to a woman to 
do what she wants because she's our own person. Don't I give us the right to do, to make our own decision and choices. But yet when he's talking about a wicked woman or, or wicked women, they hold up their head and pry and look towards their beauty. And these, because of their wicked actions, he strikes them with the plagues. Like, have you ever seen most of the beautiful women, you go to California, Atlanta, they have the AIDS virus. This is a plague of a Dunlop. He didn't physically touch them with it. He just allowed them to contract the disease. As well as other people are given warnings, other women are given warnings when they contract a simple disease that can be cured. But not all of them are so lucky because AIDS, there is no cure as of presently today. So we see here, he has exposed their private parts, even when they go with these uh, exposed uh, garments they wear. And these garments expose their private parts or their uh, natural parts or nude parts or sexual parts. Things that would arouse a man and uh, cause a man to allow the men to rape women. And this is another plague of it, being raped because of wicked actions, displaying yourselves which God told you not to display yourselves in such a way. On that, Adonai will take away their finery, their anklets, medallions, and caresses, their pendants, bracelets, and veils, their headbands, amber sashes, perfume bottles, amulets, rings, and nose jewels, their fine dresses, warps, shawls, handbags, gauze, scarves, linen undercloths, turbans, and capes. Then there will be, instead of perfume, a stench. They're talking about the smell of them after their ruination, which means death as well, which is talking about death, and he in a court stinks. Instead of a belt, a rope, down there are garments are gone, beautiful garments. Instead of a well-set hair, a shaved scalp. And we see this today, bald-headed women, wicked bald-headed women, no longer beautiful to the sight or taste of men, but they look down or call them, a lot of them turn to be base heads, where they start out beautiful, but dried up now with uh, wickedness and wretchedness. Instead of a rich robe, a sackcloth shirt, and a slave brand instead of beauty. Well, we don't have slaves in a lot of countries today, but we do have uh uh, penitentiaries where they wind up for prostitution and things like that, or uh, they wind up a slave uh, in their community, such as uh, well, they have uh, sexual slaves uh, that is in the United States today, or kidnapping the women and uh, keeping them for a certain uh, time period for sexual purposes. Your men will fall by the sword and your warriors in battle. So we as we see with these countries that pro thought that that profess good or justice or righteousness for the people that betrayed their interests, their warriors fall in battle because they had wicked rulers, and the Creator sought to do away with them by allowing justice to take place. Her gates will lament and mourn, ravished she will sit on the ground. As you see, they sit on the ground because they have nowhere to go after fleeing war-torn countries, sitting in the desert or in the mountains on the ground. They don't have chairs, tables, or shelter, just the desert. 
or the mountains. On that day, seven women will grab hold of one man and say, we will supply our own food and wear our own clothes. Just let us bear your name. Take away our disgrace. Women do that today. They tell a man, I'll carry my own weight, take care of my own uh, uh, financial needs for as long as you, you know you have understanding that you do the same and I'll do the same. We just want to, I just want to be with you. Or I love you, the so-called uh, routine like that. On that day, a Dunai plant will be beautiful and glorious. Talking about a plant here, we're talking about faith or trust. But yeah, a Dunai, the faith of a Dunai, hold people or beings holding faith in the Creator and trust in the Creator will be this faith and trust because so many will hold it. It's beautiful to see that. And it is glorious to the Creator. And the fruit of the land will be the pride and splendor of Israel's survivors. The survivors, those of us that hold on to the end of our lives, we devote our whole lives to serving the Creator, or Donai, or doing good. Those left in Zion and remaining in Jerusalem will be called holy. We will be called holy before our persecutors today. Everyone in Jerusalem written down for life or in the book of life, they will be called holy or holy presented before the Creator. When the Danai washes away the filth of the women of Zion and cleanses Jerusalem from the bloodshed. So when he cleanses us, from shedding innocent blood, or participating or covering up, annoying about, and not saying something to the authorities today. With a blast of searing judgment, he's talking about a blast of judgment coming forth on those individuals. As we see, those who commit murders, uh, who committed murders for uh, doing drive-bys, because of drug turf wars and things like that. Blowing places up, terrorists. Those people receive judgment because as we see, the authorities or police always wind up catching up with them. They always wind up catching, maybe 20, 40 years later, they get them. Adana will create over the whole site of Mount Tazai. And over those who assemble there a smoking cloud by day and a shunning flaming fire by night. Flaming fire withstanding the persecutions of life. Uh, a smoking cloud by day. In the daytime, they are filled with their, their zeal is active, that they are actively preaching the word of God. Whether they walk in a store or they walk in a cleaners or they walk in a auto zone or or anywhere, wherever they go, they are proclaiming the glory or the word of God. For the glory will be over everything like a hupa. And succor will give shade by day from the heat. It will also provide refuge and cover from storm and rain. So here, they're talking about, this is talking about the Creator providing uh, a shield, a shield of armor, a spiritual shield of armor, a protection over those who bear witness to his name. 
I will sing a song for someone I love. That someone is the creator. When we sing praise to him and give praise to him, a musical atonement and uh, a song of our lives. You ever heard that? A song of our lives. A song about my loved one and his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard over a fertile valley hill. He dug it. <clears throat> He dug it up stones and cleared them away. He planted it with choicest vines. Built a watchtower in the middle of it and carved out in its rock a wine press. He expected it to produce good grapes, but it produced only sour wine grapes, wild grapes. Come out the lifestyle. You actually think that because you do good, you're supposed to have good come back to you because of the good you get. But that's not the case. You don't get, because you reaped it, yeah, you, you'll reap good by doing good, but you can't go to the creator and say, I did this, I expect in return some sort of form of good payment because I did these actions. A lot of times back in the past, I would do so, but I didn't get any results from it. Creator doesn't bow to our selfish needs or our indignant ways of disrespect, because that is a disrespect to tell them, I get this, I want payment for it. That's, that's just out of the uh, out of the question. Now, citizens of Jerusalem, people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard that I haven't already done in it? So why, when I expected good grapes, did it produce sour wild grapes? Now come, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge, its grapes will be eaten up. I will break through its fence, then its vines will be trampled down. I will let it go to waste. It will neither prone nor hold, but overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also order the clouds not to let rain fall on it. So these ways that I just spoke about, a person can churn from them by doing that, letting it alone turning against his inner feelings, his inner thoughts about what he should be uh, receiving compensation for doing good or good action. Now the vineyard of Adonai Tezreah is the house of Israel and the men of Judah are the plan he delighted in. So it says the vineyard of Adonai Tezreah. The house of Israel, the men of Judah, are the plan he delighted. Back then, the Creator took pride and joy in the children of Israel, those who were obedient. Today, this applies to us because we are the children of Israel or the the, uh, great crowd. We are then those who serve them and devote their lives to the Word of God. So he expected justice, but look, bloodshed and righteousness, but listen, cries of distress. So, in life, we have bloodshed, we have distress, and we have righteousness. We have those people who struggle to keep those type of offenses from going on all over the globe today. And these people speak up, and they gather us together, and they promote peaceful protest against such conditions, They promote the payment of the police, and they 
and the monitoring of the pit police so that they don't stray off and uh, go into these type of uh, 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 unjust things. So people today, we have that, and we should expect that because, first of all, we're in the last days. We're in a world or a system of wickedness, evil, no good, and good stiffs. So we should acknowledge what goes on, and we shouldn't go and shut the doors out and say, I'm not going to ever go out again. Or we shouldn't stay in the house all day because of such actions. You want to get out, you want to breathe fresh air and fresh oxygen. Woe to those who add house to house and join field to field until there's no room for anyone else and you live in splendor alone on your land. Adana Tisvaya said in my ears, many houses will be brought to ruin. That is the Christian houses, those who stood up for good action. They will come to ruins, large and magnificent ones left empty. They will be like empty or barren because so in certain in certain parts of the world, these brothers and sisters leave the good actions alone because of things that take place in the world. And they just can't endure to suffer for the word of God or the good actions of God. They turn from them. These, they were the splendor houses, but yet they no longer exist. They're empty. Woe to those who get up early to presume. They turn to intoxicating liquor, uh, drunkards, who stay up late at night. They wind up staying up late at night, getting high marijuana, cocaine, things like that. And wine inflames their lots. They have lutes and lyres, drums and flutes, or the wild music of raps. Uh, rap stars or just music like that, music that promotes sadistic sexual desires and sexual actions. Listening to that and going to those type of parties that play that music. But they pay no attention to how they, what they've turned from. They don't pay no attention to a Dunnar's work. And never look at what his hands have made. All creation to wake them up that one day this stuff will end. For such lack of the knowledge that they actually had. When they thought they had knowledge or understanding of the scriptures, a ability to decipher the riddles of the scriptures and the puzzles of the scriptures, they lack the firm soil, or they lack the good soil to grow in. All right, that is it for my ministries. Uh, now I'll close in prayer, but I want to... Uh, I want to plead with uh, the brothers and sisters out there who are listening to me. Please support the ministries. Uh, you can shop at the church store. It has all of the software, internet software, or digital marketing software, digital product marketing software. has other products, too, there. Uh, have thousands of products at the website. So instead of going somewhere else, come and shop with me. I need your money to support the ministries as far as getting the Bibles and the literature out to the Bible students who need them or who don't have the funds to purchase their own. All right. You can go to goodhouse1968.space. Again, that is goodhouse1968.space. All right. Good. I petition you, those brothers and sisters who are being tormented today, from wars they have fought in or just from uh, 
Satan touching their lives. I pray with thee this torment comes to an end and good seas to it and overpowers the devil and his uh, devilish army of tormentors and brings these brothers and sisters back to their homeland or back to uh, good even places they've never, probably never been before. I pray for the brothers and sisters. I pray that you show them your love and kindness and uh, give them hope and trust in you and faith in you. And guide and direct them, give them to speak through them and give them the words to speak to their tormentors that they may not be tormented anymore. I pray that you watch over and guide them, especially the soldiers of the U.S. Army today or uh, the soldiers of those armies who fight for peace justice. I pray for the brothers and sisters that uh, these brothers and sisters are uh, nurturing to the needs of those who come home from wars or things like that. Even though there's a question of should you have went to war in the first place, uh, all of that is just something uh, that's not uh, as relevant or important as the fact of nurturing those who have come back disabled or have been tortured and have post-traumatic stress and things like that. I pray that you watch over and guide us and protect us, cuff us under your wings. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua, or Jesus Christ, or Yeshua. Amen, shalom, shalom, amen.